Since July the 12th, Armenians living on the country's northeastern border have been under fire, following an attack by Azerbaijani forces on a military base in Tavush province. Since then, several villages in the province have been shelled. Azeri drone attacks have occurred, according to both Armenian and Azerbaijani government sources. Buildings and homes have been damaged, some severely. Many families have been forced to seek shelter. As of this report, there are injuries, but thankfully no Armenian fatalities as both sides claim to have the upper hand. In this special edition of Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast, a first-hand account direct from the battle zone. We'll talk with Father Aram Mirzoyan, the pastor of St. Hovanes Armenian Apostolic Church in Bert. Parevtses, and welcome to our 17th podcast episode. I'm Osbed David Mizorian of Adadat Lodge No. 1 in Boston. Most of you have no doubt heard or read about the continuing military drama unfolding between Armenian and Azerbaijani military forces in the Tavush province, only a few short miles from Armenia's border with Azerbaijan. It is but the latest chapter in the tragic and at times deadly conflict between the two countries that began more than 30 years ago. Today, we're not going to get an update on the military actions being undertaken, for they can change with each passing hour. Instead, we want to focus our attention on the people of Tavush province and what they are going through. It is a part of Armenia that's very familiar to the knights and daughters of Vartan, for many of you have traveled to Tavush province over the years. You've seen its beautiful churches, breathtaking landscapes, and historical monuments. My parents had the good fortune to visit the region ever since the late 1980s. My late father's last visit was in September of 2018 with the Knights and Daughters of Vartan as part of Veratats Haidenik III, while my mother last journeyed to the region only last year. I myself had been looking forward to visiting Tavush province this September during what would have been a month-long trip to Armenia. Ask anyone who's been fortunate enough to visit this northeast border region, and they'll tell you that it is the people of Tavush province who make it such a special place, especially the children. We'll hear more about that a little later. One man who has spent his entire life in the region and is loved by the people there as both a spiritual and community leader, not to mention devoted friend, is Father Aram Mizoyan. The 37-year-old lifelong native of Tavush province is pastor of St. Hovanes Armenian Church in Bert, one of the larger communities in the region. From the moment the first artillery shells struck his community on July 12th, Der Aram has been there through it all, even as the sounds of exploding artillery shells and anti-aircraft fire surrounded him. He's offering both guidance and comfort to the people of his homeland. I'm also proud to say that he is a dear family friend, and it's an honor to have him joining me now from Bert. I'm also honored to have joining me for this conversation from Yerevan and to help with the translation our wonderful Knights of Vartan Liaison, and also a friend of Der Aram's, Kohar Palian. Thank you both very much. Der Aram, I know it's been a stressful and frightening week for the people of Baird and all of Tavush province. Tell me how it began for you. What happened? Anantat 
Turkish Petke Aitlar Vazutunalini. Honestly, every day we, were, we are expecting that they can be something because we had we were hearing the threatening um, comments from the Azerbaijani government and living in the border villages. We know that this can happen every day, so it was not surprise for us. Tell me Hi. what you have seen with your own eyes. Ayo yarke informing the seleng yev shat vokevoricher. We have seen that we have very strong army and military base, and we are very proud of that. We have seen during this uh, war that the army independently was able to follow its task. Mm-hmm. We walk up to the sound of shooting. Unfortunately, the shooting started to pass towards the um, peaceful villages where the people were living. During the war, we know that usually the armies are fighting against each other, but unfortunately, Azerbaijanis, they are not just fighting uh, against our army, but towards the peaceful population, which includes the villagers, the kindergartens, schools, and people, just people. So that's not acceptable. How many villages, in addition to Bert itself, have been affected by this? So the villages that were affected, Chinari, Choratan, Movses, Nerking, Almirahpur, and especially Aigepar, which is closer to the border. Can you describe the damage that you have seen with your own eyes in Bert, and that includes, apparently, your own home? It is unfortunate that they are aiming the peaceful population and people living in those villages, they are not ready for the war. Like uh, they can't go to army right away, meaning they can't protect themselves. So that is the sad part, very horrible. They are arming the peaceful population. 
the first thing we would think right away is that to find out if anybody was affected, if everyone is alive. That's the first thought after the shooting. Yes, for Imanum and Gold Marches Ovel, Park and Talisasun, Volkorus, the Mien Yutakane. When we find out that nobody was affected or nobody died from the shooting, it's just material, we thank God that what happened happened to the material things, not to the people. That is such good news to hear that there were no fatalities or injuries. Can you describe the damage? What actual damage has occurred? The most horrible thing that we, a case that we um, witnessed those days was in Aigepar village when one house started to burn because of the bombing and nobody could go closer to extinguish the fire. Not only um, the enemy is shooting and bombing uh, the peaceful villages, but also they like cut the way and they don't allow our people to go and help and uh, distinguish the fires. So no cars was able to go closer to this uh, burning house. Where are the people going to seek shelter and to protect themselves and their families? Every village has its own uh, shelters, uh, heating places, and uh, because it has been over 30 years, they already know that, kind of like expect any day, so they have their own shelters either nearby their homes or in further, uh, further towards further the villages. So people would be living, uh, staying either in the shelters or even relocating to the newer areas, which, which would be safer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although we would be uh, kind of like expecting this kind of shooting almost every day, but since 2016 April, this was another bigger shooting and bigger war compared to that. Unfortunately, uh, the victims that they had during this war was due to Azerbaijanis using the military drones, which is more dangerous and difficult to detect and protect people from. Yev, <laughs> 
կյանքում մեկ անգամ հնարավորություն է լինում տուն կառուցել որպես այդպես խաղաղապրեն ես սարսափել եմ եւ որտեսնում եմ մարդու 40 տարվա աշխատանքը 50 տարիների աշխատանքը մի գիշերվա մեջ կամ մի ժամվա մեջ հակառակորդի գնդակից ամբողջությամբ այսպես տունը դարձել է ավերակ եւ ոչ հարմար բնակության համար The saddest part is that people living in this region are not wealthy. Their income is very limited and very difficult to earn. They all are occupied uh, and earn their income through agriculture and farming, and they might be building their homes through like 40-50 years and saving and building. And it's unfortunate to see that overnight, due to shooting, they may lose their income or their house that they built during the past 40 or 50 years that's the saddest part to witness in this area what will bert do to recover from this what can you do and can your government help at all im karzikne vor karavortyune partavor e oknel vorovetev samanum aprogh jogovurte voch men iren sepakan saman empom aylev հայաստանի հանրապետության եւ ողջ հայության ուստի բոլորը բարույական պատասանատություն են կրում այդ ուժած ընտանիքների նկատմամբ դերհայ որպեսի գույքագրում լինի տեսնեն ինչքան է վնասը եւ հասկանան ով որ ինչ անում օրինակ եկեղեցին մայրաթորը վեապարի հայրապետի գլխավորությամբ պատրաստակամություն հայտնել երկու երեք ընտանիք վերանորոգելու I believe the government will be helping and there already have been announcement from um, governor of Davosh region that they will be renovating all homes but right now because the war still is continuing it's too early to start any renovation so we'll be waiting for safer uh, time and also there was announcement from the holy see hmiatin that um, they also will be supporting two or three families to renovate their homes the yes mertuna chem nashel vorovetev urish tun ներկան որ շատ ավելի վատ վիճակում են եւ որ ամենավատ տները կսարքեն նոր գուցե այն ժամանակ մենք էլ կնշենք His house is not that damaged and there are more homes that are in worse conditions so he will be expecting that uh, those families will renovate their homes and then his house will be on the line sort of because it's not in that worse condition Այո ես ազնապես հիմա աշխատանքներ եմ տանում որ ընտանիքներ կա օրինակ չինարի գյուղում մեր տան մեր հարևանն է որտեղ մեր թաղամասը շատ այսպես հարվածի տակ ընկավ եւ մի ընտանիք բավական տուժել է որտեղ հին գանչապաս երեխաներ են մեծանում ընտանիքում 10 հոգի է ապրում հիմա ես առաջինը դրամավակ պիտի կազմակերպեմ պետության հետ չգիտեմ մասնավոր մարդկանց հետ այդ տունը վերանորոգենք nor verche imtan imtan masin kmtazen right now uh, he is uh, trying to raise funds for one family living in chinari community chinari village which is neighboring community of bert the family consists of 10 people with five children and their house in re- is in really worse condition so to renovate their house is priority
The situation in the Tavush region has received little to no publicity here in the United States. The American news media is not talking about it. What has been the news coverage and how extensive has it been in terms of reporting what is happening in that region? What are you hearing there? It has been full coverage. Like every two hours, they have live broadcast, including the mayor and the responsible people. They are announcing about it every couple of hours in Armenia for all media uh, outlets of Armenia. Are they able to show footage from the region and actually show the military action? In addition to what I said, that yes, they are covering uh, all the news and also showing some videos and pictures. They also had visitors from Yerevan, from the government, especially uh, human rights representative Arman Tatoyan, who came and they were able to escort him and show the kindergarten and the homes, how they were under bombing and shooting. It is nearly Friday evening in Armenia at the time of this recording. Dear Aram, what is the very latest? What is happening in Bert right now? Are things calm at the moment? Yes, <laughs> As he was saying in the beginning of his interview, um, Tavush region, those villages are in borderline and they have, uh, they are very proud that they are basically living on the borderline and they are protecting the country. This is the gate of the country. And they have that high priority and understanding and responsibility. Yeah. And as of now, the uh, questions, they are no shooting right now in Bert. Uh, One thing that he wants to convey is that we witnessed it in 2016 how the uh, Azeri soldiers who uh, crossed the border bases military bases and were able to come all the way to the villages where peaceful people are living, they killed the people living in their homes. So protecting the borders is very important. And this is the continuation of genocide. This is the exact continuation of genocide. They are basically carrying on what they have been doing.
currently living in the borderline, uh, we know that it's very important to have very strong army. And only with our winning this battle, we can have the peace. Menk yerek şat ujek haktanak eng tarel azerinir nikatman vurtev şat met ujerov harçak velen mer petakan sahmani vara şat met ujerov yev şat met zoherin iren kunetse şat met tvov spanvazner spanvaz zinvorner unen. Yesterday, Azeris with their military army came all the way to our borders, trying to get our borders, but they lost that battle with big numbers because our army was strong and they protected and they pushed them back. And they approached to Red Cross, International Red Cross, asking the Armenians to allow to collect uh, the bodies of their dead soldiers back to their land. Due to winning the battle yesterday, that big battle yesterday, today we have peaceful Davush. Right now, today, we have the peaceful Davush. We're hoping that God will give us that this peace will continue. If, God not willing, if we lost the battle yesterday at the border, the Azeris would come all the way to our peaceful villages and would kill our people in their homes. That's the unfortunate. If the Azeris are winning the battle, they move forward towards the peaceful villagers towards the peaceful population who, who are not fighting in the war. They are just living in their homes. So we need to protect them. Mm-hmm. It was my direct question, knowing that he has little children, and I was worried about his family. So I asked him where the kids are right now. Are they in safer area? So he... Answer that they are families who move their children away from the community to safer area, but because he is the priest of the community, it's very important and uh, authority of him. So on purpose, he keeps his children next to him in the area. It's safer place, but in the area. So we can be sure that they are safe, but they are in the area. He did not take them away from the community. Dear Aram, knights and daughters of Vartan around the country are very concerned and uh, prayerful for the people of Bert and for the people of Armenia in, as this conflict continues. What is your message to the knights and daughters of Vartan? What is it you want them to know? 
Ես ամեն անգամ նախ շատ շատ կարևորում եւ ողջունում եմ, որ մենք նման կազմակերպություն ունենք վարթանանց ասպետների եւ վարթանանց դուստրերի, որովհետեւ ես միշտ ասում եմ, որ հայոց ավարայրը վեր չի ավարտվել։ I'm very proud that we have an organization like Knights and Daughters of Vartan and I am always telling that Armenian Avarair has not been finished yet. Եվ իմ կոչն է ուղերձն է Վարթանած ասպետներին եւ Վարթանած դուստրերին, որ իմ ժողովրդյանից խնդրում եմ ձեզ մեզ Ավարայրում մենակ չթողնեք։ And my message to Knights and Daughters of Vartan at this moment will be please do not leave us alone in the battle of Avarair today's Avarair. There are a few media links in Armenia that you had mentioned earlier in a previous conversation. I was wondering if you might be able to mention those again. What is the best way? I know you've also been posting some information and some photos and, and videos on the Knights and Daughters of Vartan uh, Facebook page. What are other ways that people can find out the very latest information? There are a few uh, news agencies like um, Aravo, Azatutun TV, EVN, reporting they are posting all this information and even individual people like there are um, and other people are posting but also we try to be careful and take the information only from official sources of course from official media sources ayo shat lur shantiner katkapes hatsahatik et hima voyetev tsorena hasunatsel e yev petke hnzeng bayts sparzavor dramasi nuynisk mtatsel ais pahin բանը լիտախենտությունը ինչ մնա վերաբերում է հողին կամ եւ այլ ուրիշ բաների մասին ցավոք սրտի եւ որ հրանոթները պայթում են մարտիկ մտածում են միեն ողջ մնալու մասին ոչ այդպես բայց մեծ հաշվով միայն փոքանայք եւ երեխաներն են յուղերից դուրս եկել հիմնականում հա կամ ասեն գրիտասարդ հարսները բայց տանտիկինը ամուսինը եւ տղամարտիկ գյուղում են եւ հարկ եղած դեպքում պաշտպանելու գյուղը եւ նաեւ իրենց տնտեսությունները ղեկավարելու այսինքն սա տնտեսապես ոնց է լուսումալի հաստատ կազդի չէ տարածքի է անշուշտ ինչի մասին so my question was that because the area mostly is occupied through agriculture and farming and right now so we know the children and um, like young families young women are away taken away from the communities to safer area so my question was because it's harvest time how to handle it he said it's very difficult especially for wheat harvest because this is the time for wheat harvest but uh, they can't really go to harvest it so basically they will lose the crop at this moment and they hardly they manage whatever is nearby and the elders who are at home they are taking care of cattle at nearby the home but we also know definitely this will affect economically the area the families as well there is no doubt about that and we are certainly praying for the safety and the welfare of the people of bert and all of that region in tavush which is so terribly affected by this situation dima gorjan ima mars petet mets aval ashatank en katarum et amen inch hamakarkelu voranpes chlni mintaniki shat hasni mintanikin tarapes chasni եւ հնարավոր է նաեւ ընդհանուր հիմնադրամը ստեղծել այդ տարբերակներ եք հնարկվում մի խոսքով պատերազմ ավարտի կրակը դաթարի որ 
so they might create, uh, they are thinking different ways of supporting right now is the battle, to win the battle, to have no more shooting. And then they will start to reconstruction. They might be even a separate foundation, make sure that all families affected will get some kind of support. And thinking that, yes, the borderline communities need to be very strong and it's very important and also economically strong as well. First of all, he was saying it's the walls are horrible, horrible all the time. Regardless, you win or lose, still are they are horrible. He will be sending a short video where it shows how a drone is shooting in Chinari community on home. We will be sending this video to you soon. Thank you, Deraram. And thank you, Kohar, for your help this morning. Our very best wishes to the people of Tavush region. May you stay safe and may there be a quick end to this terrible violence. What a man. The people of Bert and Tavush province are lucky to have him. My thanks to Der Aram Mirzoyan for his candor and his kindness. To our liaison, Kohar Palyan, my special thanks both for her questions and for her translation. In addition to serving as translator and fellow interviewer for this podcast, Kohar also manages all of our Knights and Daughters of Vartan media resources from our website at kofv.org to our Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, the Avadite. As I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, Tavush province and the town of Bert is an area known well by many Knights and Daughters of Vartan. Grand Commander Stephen Adams' last visit to Baird was just 10 months ago, with the Knights and Daughters of Vartan as part of Veritas Heidenik IV. It is a community that holds a special place in his heart, and he talked about that with me. Every time the, our Veritas Heidenik trip, our return to Armenia, has gone there, we have visited the Tavos region. So in 2019, when I attended, uh, we did take a day trip up to Tavush. It's a, it's a long drive, but uh, it, it's well worth it. It's about the we distance got, from Boston to New York, they said, about four hours. Is that correct? Yeah, 
it's four hours in a van full of a lot of people and it bounces around a lot. So it's a, it's a long trip. It's not quite the comfort we have here, but uh, we were able to go visit uh, a number of places uh, in the, the Tavush region. You know, Tavush is, you know, Ar- Armenia is a vulnerable country and probably of all the regions, Tavush is the most vulnerable region in Armenia. So I think that's why we kind of have some sense of wanting to help, especially in that area. So I, I vividly remember visiting the kindergarten in Aikibar. I believe that's the one that was recently. It was. Um, it was. Uh, it was shelled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you see the buildings there when we went there. We visited the church, Sorpovanes. We visited the sports complex that was built there. And you see all these buildings, but the most memorable thing in my mind was being in those kindergartens and seeing those young children. They would perform, they would sing, they would dance, and the buildings are just a shell. And when you go there and you see them, you see those faces of those children, and that's what really touches you the most in the visit. I mean, it's a beautiful region, but seeing the people and seeing the children is, is probably the most memorable thing. That's what I've heard from from everybody that I've spoken to who has been there. It's, you know, yes, it's a beautiful area. There are these lovely vistas that, you you know, the views are terrific and all of that. The churches, St. Hovanes specifically. But it is the people of, of Tavush region, not just Baird, but the surrounding villages that really give it its its character and make it stand out. We had the trip. The trip was planned uh, already. And uh, visiting Tavush region was already on the agenda. So it's it's like one of those um, kind of taken for granted. You know, we, we go to Armenia and then we go visit Tavush. If you could talk to the people of Tavush region right now in either English or Armenian, what would you like to say to them? Well, I think everybody, the eyes of everybody, and especially the Armenians, even in the diaspora, are on Tavush just because of their vulnerable status that they have right there realizing how close they are to the border. If you look on the map, you really realize and see how close they are. Everybody, everybody I'm getting calls at my house. Uh, people are asking already, you know, what happened to the kindergarten? You know, who's going to, how's going to rebuild? How is this going to, people are already asking questions. So they're not alone. I mean, I know it's an isolated region and sometimes you kind of wonder, does anybody know we're here? But Armenians throughout the world, I think, do focus on Tavush and what is going on right there. My special thanks to Grand Commander Stephen Adams for recalling his visit to Baird with us here on the Talking Vartan podcast. Since last winter, I had been looking forward to my trip this September to Armenia, but as it has for millions of travelers around the world, the COVID-19 pandemic and the travel restrictions caused by it have changed those plans. However, be assured that once it's safe to travel once again, I'll be on the first plane to Yerevan. As always, all of our Talking Vartan podcasts are available for listening and for download wherever you go for podcasts. That includes Apple Music, SoundCloud, Spotify, and many other streaming services. You can also find each podcast on the Talking Vartan Facebook page and on the Knights and Daughters of Vartan Facebook page and website at kofv.org. If you have any questions or comments about the Talking Vartan podcast or an idea for a future podcast episode, I'd love to hear from you. Please contact me through the Talking Vartan Facebook page or via email at talkingvartanpodcast at gmail.com. 
My special thanks as always to Mal Barsamian for our theme music, Lorkir Lorkir, from his album One Take, Armenian Dance Songs. Talking Vartan, the Knights and Daughters of Vartan podcast is the exclusive property of the Knights and Daughters of Vartan and Osped David Medzorian. Any use of this program without the expressed written permission of both parties is prohibited. It was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. who said, Everybody can be great because everybody can serve. Thank you for your service to the Knights and Daughters of Vartan. I'm Osped David Medzorian of Adadat Lodge Number 1 in Boston. Shnoragalem, Sireli Paregamner. <laughs>